Welcome to the Make Meaning Podcast. I'm Lynn Galadner, author of eight books, founder of the Your People Marketing and PR Agency, and founder of the Make Meaning Movement, a platform that helps purpose-driven leaders just like you do business with meaning. I've dedicated my life to sharing stories of how people make meaning in their work and find purpose in their lives. This podcast highlights how people find meaning at work, how they market in meaningful ways, and how we build brands driven by purpose with plenty of stories to inspire you. There are many ways to fill your life with meaning. Join us at makemeaning.org where you can improve your brand awareness and generate more customer traffic with our unique approach to marketing. You can also amplify your purpose and connect with others through our programs and workshops to live your best life. Now, join me for the next installment of the Make Meaning Podcast. I'm in the studio today with Elena, a sixth grader who blogs and reviews books under the name Elena Reads. I'd like to share her bio before I introduce this bright young light to our podcast listeners. Here's what she says. Hi, I'm Elena. I am a girl who loves to read. The proof is my house, which is scattered with books. I like to read because you get to learn new things every single time you open a book. It's also fun to imagine the story happening. It's like a movie inside your head. They're just words on a paper, but you get to make them alive and have fun picturing everything that is happening. I also love to write. I've won a few awards for my writing, too. I like to write because there is no limit to it. When writing, you can let your imagination soar to a science fiction story of an adventure out of this world, like A Wrinkle in Time, or a historic journey about people who lived before you were born, like a biography about Martin Luther King Jr. Since I love to read and write so much, I decided to start a book blog where I can post reviews of the books I read. I will be reviewing children's books with diverse characters, authors, and illustrators. Instead of stars, I will rate them using roses to honor my Lola Rose, who died before I was born. I want to blog so lots of people can read what I think about certain books, so maybe they will read them too. I want people all over the world to read my writing one day, so starting this blog will be a small step closer to reaching my goal. I also enjoy running, theater, playing piano, and violin. Well, now that you know a little bit about my blog, Elena Reads, tell your friends and family about it and make sure to view it often. I would love it if you would follow my blog too. Well, Elena, welcome to the Make Meaning Podcast. Hi, Lynn. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for joining me in the studio. So I have so many questions for you, and I was actually telling my kids about you today and about how you're this amazing young woman who's a writer and a reader, and you're really an, a role model for so many people. Thank you. So I'm thrilled to have you on the podcast because I hope people all over the country will be listening and learning and then reading your blog, too. So let's start. Um, I feel really honored to sit with you today and share your story. And I really wanted to learn about how you started blogging. Like, where did the idea come from? And, and what made you decide you wanted to make that commitment and start it? So this is a really interesting story, but it started in about fourth grade. And I really loved reading then. And I, my best friend, her mom was a author and she said like you love reading and you love writing so how about you make a blog and you do that and I thought that was really cool so I started like writing down in my notebook some ideas but it didn't really get started until we found this website called WordPress and we started writing on there and it just was really fun and I decided that was like something I really wanted to do and like I started trying to post like about two times a week 
And now it's become like a ritual and I just do it every day. I was impressed. I looked at your blog and you write a lot. How do you keep up with it all? Well, I mean, some like every day I try to do like one thing to, for the blog, whether it's like writing a review or reading for like an hour or maybe it's like emailing an author. I try to do that some like one thing a day. And if I don't do that, then I'll just do two things a day. But I think like I'll try to post something on Instagram every once in a while. But it's really fun. And even though it's a lot of hard work, it really pays off. That's amazing. So um, you said that you email writers, like the authors of the books? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do they respond? Do you end up like having conversations and friendships with some of these authors? Well, I do a lot of interviews with a lot of authors. Mm-hmm. And so I just email them, ask them if they want to be interviewed. And if they say yes, I email them like six to eight questions. And once that happens, like they start following my blog, they start and like asking if like they could interview their friends and I just like feel really honored to interview some amazing authors. That is super cool. That's really neat. You know, have you ever thought about going to like writers conferences or something to be like the guest blogger who interviews the authors there? I have not not really thought about that, but that's a really cool idea. Yeah, I was just in Florida last week with my family. We went to Key West, which is the southernmost point of the United States, or the continental United States. And um, the author, Judy Bloom lives there. Oh, know? really? Yeah. Yeah, and she owns a bookstore called Books and Books. Of course, I had to go, mm-hmm. and I had to buy books. And there's like a whole section of her books for kids, but there was a book for adults. And it was called um, In the Unlikely Event, and I it was about... Um, historical fiction. It was a novel, but she grew up in Elizabeth, New Jersey in the 1950s. And there were three plane crashes in her town because it was near Newark airport. And so she fictionalized it and did the research and wrote a novel about it. I couldn't put it down. It was just so good. She's a really great author. She really is. And she's often there. And so when I bought the book, they said, um, would you like Judy to sign it? And I really did, but I also really wanted to read it. And she was out of town. Mm -hmm. They said they could hold on to it and send it to me. But I really wanted to read it on the plane coming home. So they said, well, when you come back, bring the book and she'll make sure to sign it for you. That's really nice. You have to visit Key West. Absolutely. (laughs) So, um, all right. Your specialty is reviewing diversity books, right? Mm -hmm. So how did you find the books that you review or how do you choose them? And and what makes you choose certain titles? Well, that's a really hard question because, like, if I see, like, a title that pops up to me, I'll just pick it up and... If it has diversity, I'll review it for my blog. I'll, I'll read any book, even if it's, like, not about diversity. But, like, diversity books are, like, so important. And they just, like, open a door to, like, a whole new world that you just need to discover. Absolutely. So have you um, looked at all different cultures and races and religions in, in the books that you choose? Yes. Like, yeah. I recently reviewed a book about World War One, but I also review books about, like, different beliefs like Christian, Jewish, or Muslim. Uh And I also review like people with like people missing arms or people with different races, like people who are white, black, mixed, any. That's amazing. That's really cool. It's like almost you're on a mission to educate people about all different ways of living, right? Sure. Yeah, (laughs) I love it. So um, it says that in your bio that you started to read at a really young age. You were two and a half when you started to read, right? Yes. So that's pretty impressive. Do you envision becoming a book author when you grow up? Yes, that's one of the roles that I think I would really enjoy being. And it's like, it's I love writing. It's like 
just the words pop into my head and I just like imagine it in my head and I just really love reading and reading is just the like reading is like like a movie in your head and I w really would like other people to see movies of my words in their head. That's so cool. I love the way you're describing it. I like to think of um, reading books like going on vacation because it takes you to a different mm -hmm. world or different place. And I mean, when you're in a good book, it's like you're yeah. somewhere else, right? Yeah. It's totally true. What kind of books would you like to write? Do you have like a genre in mind? I really like realistic fiction mm -hmm. because it's like you can really make meaningful words because they're true and could happen in real life. Uh -huh. But I also really like fantasy because it's literally like you're creating an entire new world. And I recently just read A Utopia, oh, wow. and I'm really interested in writing one of those. Very cool. I've, of course, I'm assuming you read all the Harry Potters. Yes. But kind of a given, right? <laughs> but I think it's really cool, like the way that J.K. Rowling just comes up with totally different yeah. realms of reality. Like mm -hmm. it's so creative how she imagines different things and transporting and, and ways yeah. of being and it's really creative, mm -hmm. you know? So I sort of, I would love to be like a fly on the wall in her process to see mm -hmm. how does she come up with these things? You know, do you yeah. ever ask authors about that? Sometimes they'll ask them like, how did you inspire how did you get inspired to write this book? And sometimes it's like really interesting the responses I get. It's uh -huh. like like about their family, maybe showed them or like they went to a, went on vacation and they the idea popped in their head or something. That's so cool. That's really neat. So what do you think that um, adults don't understand about diversity? Since that's a focus of yours, um, do you think that adults aren't maybe getting it or what don't we understand? I think that um, children are way more like easier to understand like, oh, this person is mixed to they, their parents are different races or like this person married a boy even though they're a boy. Uh -huh. And I think it's because like they haven't been accustomed to like hatred yet. And so it's like so easy for them to love everyone. Mm -hmm. But like adults, they just like are sometimes they're closed minded and they only think like this is right, this is wrong. And they've been taught on that and it's hard to change their minds. It is. I hope that you, your blog will change people's minds and open their minds too. Thank you. Yeah, because when you look at even like little babies, you know, they don't see difference. They just see people. So when someone smiles at them, they smile back. <laughs> but somehow we lose that when we get older, right? Yeah. So hopefully we can restore that to people by showing them, you know, the similarities between people. Mm -hmm. So how have people responded to your blog? Do you, um, do you get like notes from people or comments? Do they give you feedback? I guess like a lot of authors will stumble upon my blog and they'll follow me and I get to interview them. Or maybe it's like some adult that loves reading and, and writing uh -huh. and they'll recommend it. And I really, it's like really is exciting because like I just started something. I didn't think it would like become like me into being interviewed for a podcast. Well, I'm so excited that you're here. That's a thrill for me. But um, that's really cool that you're reaching so many people in so many places. I'm sure people around the world could be reading your blog, right? Yes. Because it's out there to discover, <laughs> right? Do you find that kids and adults respond differently to your blogs? Sometimes, yes, because um, kids, they're just like, oh, it's just like some like book thing. But sometimes they're like, wow, this is really cool. And some adults are also like that too. Uh -huh. And so it's kind of cool to see like all ages are enjoying my blog. That is really, really cool. So um, tell me about some of the experiences you've had interviewing authors, like any favorites that jump out or funny stories or anything like that? Well, sometimes I get like really interesting responses like about how 
this one author, she went on vacation and she just figured out this really interesting idea. Uh-huh. And I really, really enjoyed, I really enjoyed interviewing Jean Alicia Elster. Mm-hmm. She wrote The Colored Car and it was a really, in, really powerful book. And I got to see her two times before and she's just super inspiring. And her answers to the questions like really made me want to be an author even more. That is so cool. That's really neat. Um, so you blog really a lot. Like there's so many blog posts. How do you keep up with it? Like I'm sure being in middle school, you have lots of schoolwork and so many activities, running and music and theater and all these things that you do. How do you make the time for this? So I definitely try to like get it done on the weekends and stuff. So then we post in the on the weekdays. But yeah, it's like re- sometimes it's hard to just post things so Uh like I try to read at school too Uh and like at home I'll just like try to get rest and then start blogging Uh but sometimes yeah it's hard so sometimes if I can't get a review done I'll just post something on Instagram about books or something. Very cool that's really neat and so is there anything you've learned since you started this like have things changed along the way or, or evolved in some way? Well I think that blogging has really made me like a better writer and as I look back to the post that like I wrote like a year ago I can see like how I've like changed as a writer and I'm really excited about that because I think that's really important for like uh, even other people to just like start like getting better and better as they get older. Absolutely practice makes perfect right? (laughs) Um, Do you have any favorite authors of your own? Well, I I really like Sharon Creech, and I've read about seven books of hers, and she's such a powerful author. I really hope to interview her one day. She's, like, really, like, the best. Awesome. So we'll look forward to that blog coming <laughs> soon, right? Yep. So um, before we finish our conversation, you know, this podcast focuses on how people make meaning and find purpose. And so I wonder if you have any advice for our listeners about how they might find their own meaning or purpose, maybe through reading or through blogging? Well, I think that if you figure out what makes you happy, like reading and writing make me really happy. So I decided to start a book blog. So if something like that makes you really happy, I think that you should like tell the world this makes me happy and I want to show you that. Or like finding like if you're an actor, watch movies about like famous actors and it it just like inspires you and wants you to become that even more. I love it. That's such great advice. Well, Elena, thank you so much for being on the Make Meaning Podcast. It's been such an honor for me today. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for listening to the Make Meaning Podcast with Lynn Galadner. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. If you like what you've heard here, join us over at makemeaning.org to discover how you can add more meaning to your life and work. And hey, if you like our conversations, please subscribe and share this episode with the meaningful people in your world.